Hey guys, it's the mama here. Before we get started, I just wanted to put this quick disclaimer out there. We make light of a lot of horrible things, and trust me, they are horrible. We are not, however, making fun of the topics we discuss. Us laughing or cracking jokes is simply our way of coping with the atrocities we talk about. We have nothing but love and support for the victims and their families, and we never stoop that low. We've experienced tragedy ourselves. This is why we do what we do. That being said, stay spoopy, our friends. Horror cultural, where we grow love for all things spooky and macabre. Hey, guys. Sinkhole. Sinkhole. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um, well, that one was an interesting one. I mean, I wasn't... Ex I never... Ex well, that's not true. I expect it. I just never know what to expect. And no one expects a sinkhole. Nope, and that's how they get you. Yup. You know, hey guys. It's sinkhole de Mayo. Sinkhole de Mayo. <laughs> well, when we're recording this, it's sink. Oh no, we are releasing this one tonight. You yep. guys, we are actually releasing this one tonight. This is the closest that way you'll get to seeing a live episode as of right now. Sinkhole de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, hey guys. Howdy. Um. I feel like we haven't recorded in forever, even though we have. For the first time in forever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I am up first. Yeah, and uh, she's, gonna, she's gonna lead off the episode. I'm gonna hit you guys with another New Jersey urban legend. This is the Devil's Tower. I feel like I might have heard of this one. Rio, Rio Vista Drive in Alpine, New Jersey. Okay. Now, I got this info from a few sources. Weird New Jersey, of course. Hi, Mark and Mark! This is the third Mark. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> also, New Jersey haunted house... New, New Jersey? Jer New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey hauntedhouses.com and roadtrippers.com. And also, a new site... Well, I think I have used it before, but um, I found it again, and I like it. It's called... TryToScareMe.com. Oh, if you've used it, you never brought it up. Yeah, I like it. So, New Jersey urban legend part. I don't even remember what part. Oh, I don't feel like I remember either. So, I had to look and see what county Alpine was in, and it's in Bergen, so up north. Mm -hmm. About 15 miles from Manhattan. Oh, so it's north. It's north, north. north. So... Back in 2012, Alpine was rated by Forbes, you know, the money magazine, mm -hmm. as the richest town in the country. Of course. Average home costing, want to take a guess? Uh, two million. Oh, God. Um, 15 million. 10 million? 4.2 million smackaroos. For just that, wow. That was the average home. So... There could have been houses that were like 10 grand or oh, there 10 million. Were, there were. And some rich peeps that live there too, like Jay-Z. Hmm. Um, Britney Spears had a home there at one point, And some other hip-hop elite. Yeah. Now, I don't know if Jay-Z and, and the Beyonce still have a home there. I feel like he they just live in New York now. Um, but back, you know, New when York. this came out, this, you know, in 2012, they lived there then. Yeah. All right. Also, 
The original name of this tower is or was not the Devil's Tower. It was simply known as Rio Vista. Mm. Now, I can't remember if I had seen this one before or not, but I know our urban legends tend to pique curiosity, especially ours. Yeah. So I figured, fuck it, you know, it's been a while since we've done one, so hold on to your ass cracks and fruity snacks. This oh. is the Devil's Tower. Ass cracks and fruity snacks. <laughs> you came up with that on your own? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you points. Just, it's, it's, it's just as good as your sinkhole de Mayo. I'll, I'll give you points for that one. Ass cracks and fruity snacks. <laughs> Take a sip. Oh, crack my neck. Okay. In we go. So, long, long ago, back in 1910, there was this millionaire... A rich ass sugar importer named Manuel Rionda. Mm-hmm. R I O. It's Rhonda with an I. Ah. My glasses. Manuel Rionda. Rionda. I believe, from what I read, he was of Cuban descent. Uh huh. And he built a big ass stone tower for his lovely wife, Harriet, mm-hmm. so that she could see the lights of New York from the Jersey side on the Hudson River. Nice. He had the biggest mansion on the Palisades, and his mansion was on the cliffs to where this day that lookout still resides. What in the fresh hell is on my glasses? Mm-hmm. So, the tower's still there. Okay. This this isn't just some ordinary tower, mind you. It's a six-story oh God. gothic stone clock tower, and it is fucking cool looking, mm-hmm. so you gotta look it up. This bitch even has an elevator. Uh-huh. Now, think about it. That's great. In 1910, he put an elevator in this bitch. Yeah. Let's see. So, it now has an iron gate that closes off the rounded doorways and windows. Um, Like, it's my kind of shit. Yeah. It's also said he built the tower for religious reasons. Perhaps as a mausoleum for when he, his family passed on. Yeah. As a final resting place for them. So, you know, anytime the word religious gets put into something, who else shows up in the convo? Three guesses and your first two don't count. (laughs) Witches. The devil. (laughs) Legend has it his lovely wife unalived herself by jumping off the tower when she saw her cheater pants hubby canoodling with a lady friend. Mm. And it said she had suspected him of being unfaithful for a while. After not being able to find his beloved, his wife, not his mistress, mm-hmm. he went looking and found the mess that she made of herself, all mangled and whatnot. Mm. It, I don't think it's... I think it, it was said that she jumped off the top Jeez, of the tower. And once you see it, you'll see... What? I Hang on, guys. I like for real. She uh, apparently is having some issues with her glasses. Yeah, bitch can't read. Oh, damn, that is a cool looking it's, tower. And it's huge. Like, it doesn't say how many... It says six stories. So, so like, I'm assuming 60 feet. Okay, so that's the, the technical... I guess. It's big. Whatever. Hold on, let's just go ahead and search that. Okay. Uh, six stories. I still can't see with these glasses, but we're going to make it work. All right. Distraught over his wife Harriet leaving her earthly existence, he stopped building the tower. So I guess he was going to make it bigger. I guess. However, a source says that there is actually a tunnel. 65 feet. Okay, that's roughly. pretty damn high. There is a tunnel that leads from the tower to the mansion. Mm-hmm. That tunnel was closed up, but was it? Hmm. 
That is cool looking. Is it's isn't it stunning? Yeah, that's really nice. So after Harriet exited stage down, <laughs> strange things started to happen. People would hear crying, a woman screaming, and other noises. They would smell perfume and felt as if they were being pushed from behind. Mm. Manuel felt like his wife was haunting him and anyone who came there, and <laughs> I don't blame her. <clears throat> the missus was buried on the property. The mother, the, the wife was not. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. The missus, not the mistress. The mm. missus. The mister closed up the tower, shutting down the elevator, and said, and I, air testicles, no one will ever go up there again. But you know, where there's a will and a creepy-ass tower... There's a way. There's a way. No one will ever climb this tower. Everyone proceeds to then try to climb the tower. (laughs) (laughs) So, now the tower is closed. Shit should stop, right? Ah, you would think. Wrong! This is Jersey, after all. So, strange things were happening all over town. The tower was set to be demolished, because, you see, there were no children in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And... When Manuel passed away in 1943, there wasn't anyone to take it. They had no heirs. Yeah. So as the day comes to tear the tower down and destroy it, men had also fallen, construction workers, to their death. Mm. The fuck, Harriet, taking men out left and right. Yeah. I guess she figured all men are cheater, cheater pants, and she's going to take as as many as she can. This is my tower. It was meant for me. Right, especially trying to destroy her tower. Like I didn't get an actual number, you know, of, of the men, though. Yeah. So. I would assume, like, over time it comes out to maybe a, I want to say maybe a dozen, because there's usually a lot of people working a construction thing, even if it is demolition. You might be wondering, why is it called the Devil's Tower? Well, you see. As we all know, anytime something cool looking has a history, of course, the devil is involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Insert eye roll here, people. Mm -hmm. So, reports of air testicles... Satanic rituals and symbols have been reported there to go along with the other reports of pushing from behind and whatnot. Hmm. The ones I said previously. Yeah. It's also said that if you drive or walk, depending on which town person you ask, backwards around the structure six times, it will conjure the wife's spirit. She will then take control of your car and crash you into a tree. So what if you walk? Does she take control of your legs and make you crash into a tree? I'm getting to that. Because that, that's there. That's there. <laughs> so this is from Weird New Jersey by a person named Nick who sent this story in. He if alleges you, that it happened and a girl died. If you walk around it backwards six times, she takes control of your legs and sprains your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Another person wrote in to Weird New Jersey to say that they themselves went in reverse three times. See what I mean about the yeah. person you ask? Uh, then turn your car off. The ghost of Harriet will appear. Now, this person said that it didn't happen yet, but air testicles, someone did it, and a mist started to appear, and they shit their pants and took off. <laughs> As one does. As I would. I would just be there like, huh, spooky, and I just take phone out, start recording. This is the last thing I'm seeing if, if I die. Here you guys go. <laughs> Send it to the cloud. Send it to that, what's that, paranormal caught on camera yeah. show. Post it on Facebook. It'll be my my dying post. <laughs> yeah, I got really. And it'll get this. like ten reactions on my page because visibility sucks right now. <laughs> Others will tell you that six times around the tower will raise the dead. 
But like what dead though? Is it like cool like, people or like or the dead the people, people that have fallen? Yeah, or and Harriet, the, the people that have fallen and have not or gotten the husband, up because he dead now too. So I guess it would be the people that have fallen and not gotten up. <laughs> yeah, and another person said that if you walk around the tower six times at midnight, gotta be at midnight, you know, instead of three in the morning, you know, the witching hour. <laughs> yeah, because people get it fucked up. They yeah. they don't know. Well, then you'll be in the presence of the devil himself. Oh, man. The devil himself will be there. All of this being said, as with any urban legend, it's mostly rumor. Yeah. Unless, of course, you witness it yourself and can survive to tell the tale. Yeah. Which, uh, very rare. (laughs) Okay. Truth be told, Harriet did not jump to her death. Really? She actually died of natural causes in 1922. Yeah, gravity's a natural cause. <laughs> I would have never cracked so many jokes about a heartbreak, heartbroken woman leaping to her death if it were even remotely true. Yeah. Made for a good story, though, right? Yeah. Truth, the tower is stunning and creepy it all is. at the same time. It really it is. It is possible that there were some sort of rituals. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that were that It is possible that there were some sort of rituals there. And some graffiti. Yeah. But it is closed off now, and from what I've read that is truth-based, you can't get in there. Yeah. The town keeps it as their centerpiece, and it's magnificent. I can imagine. I Just seeing the pictures alone, I was like, that is really well made. I'm not discounting the witnesses who've given their stories. Hell, maybe something else is there. Yeah. It, you know, it, There's... if it was built for her, whether she leapt to her death, or she died of natural causes, she could still be there because she loved it so much. Yeah. She doesn't want to leave it. Yeah. Do I think that she's pushing people? I'll fucking know. Maybe Harriet didn't like other people up in her shit. I don't know. Like I said, this is my tower. It was made specifically for me. <laughs> now, she was initially buried on the property along with Manuel's sister, mm-hmm. but both were moved and are no longer there. They're at a different cemetery. Mm. So, you know... Realistically speaking, or not realistically speaking, since this is an urban legend, maybe it is Harriet. Yeah. Maybe the land had some other things going on while we built an, it. It was built on Indian burial ground. Because, you know, that's how all this shit starts. <laughs> or, like I said, maybe she just didn't want to leave that place she because want- she loved to stare at the New York skyline. She didn't want fuckers taking her tower. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wouldn't either. It's stunning. Yeah, Listen, that- guys, you have to go and look up the Devil's Tower in Alpine, New Jersey. It's really cool looking. It is stunning. For 1910, for him to yeah. build that. Yeah, it's really nice. It is Gorgeous. I, I mean, I wish it wasn't so fucking far away because that is one. Yeah. I would love to take a road trip. Oh, to. yeah, for sure. That's like a, what, two and a half hour drive? Yeah. Yeah. Also, guys, before I forget, that's that's the end of mine. But before I forget, um, we will not be promoting the website for the next few months simply because I wasn't real happy with the hosting that I had. So I'm letting it go. And until... I find um, another hosting site that I like. Um, we're not really going to post anything on horrorcultural.com. I will still keep that domain, but the hosting right now, well, it was kind of shit and it wasn't really easy to work with and I got tired of fucking with it for yeah. hours at a time. So for now, 
just stick around to our IG and our Facebook and our Twitter. Um, at some fucking time, I'll get to the goddamn YouTubes. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that is the Devil's Tower, and that is it for me. What do you think? you think she could still be there? I could see it. Like, I mean, there's so many stories of hauntings. It's like... Obviously, there's got to be some truth to it, There's right? always a little bit of truth... Exactly. ...to any urban legend. Exactly. So maybe she, did, she didn't jump to her death. She died of natural causes, but that doesn't mean... Yeah. ...she ain't still there. Oh, speaking of uh, haunted places, I still got to visit that haunted tattoo shop in uh, Deptford. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell's that one called again? I forget, but I know exactly 13th, where... Thirteens, or is it thirteen? The Covenant? I forget... But, like, I know exactly where it is. Well, you ain't going to visit it unless you're getting ink. So, until you're ready to get ink with me, then... Oh, I was planning on getting just, like, a little mini tattoo from there. But anyway, guys, um, that was it for me. And uh, after this uh, nice commercial break, you'll hear from me. Boy, howdy, that was sure an ad break, wasn't it? <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello, and now it's time for my section... And I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet. I want to see if you can figure it out. Oh, fuck me. So, only thing I will tell you is that the thing I'm going to talk about is of Native American origin. A is it is it the epidermis dancer? The fuck is that? <laughs> I don't want to say the actual name of it. Does the actual name start with the... Letter S? No. Okay. Oh, okay. I got what you were saying, but no, it's not that. Epidermis dancer. Yeah, that's a good... I was just like, tell me that's actually a thing. <laughs> anyway. No, I just don't want to say the actual name because they say if you say the actual name, they show up. Yeah. No, thank you. So I'm going to read the two descriptions of two different Native American tribes that are associated with it. Okay. A giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes. That is from the Algonquin tribe. I'm going to... If the name is ever used in these descriptions, I'm skipping the name. Oh, excuse me. It was a large creature, as tall as a tree, with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. Its breath was a strange hiss. Its footprints full of blood, and it ate any man, woman, or child who ventured into its territory. And those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the chose to possess a person instead, and then the luckless individual became up himself, hunting down those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh. Ah! Keep going. Those were the two things. That was from the Ojibwa tribe, or Ojibwa tribe. I don't know how to pronounce it pro uh, properly. A, Come on. A, a, a garden utensil? No. So it's not a rake? No. <laughs> but not spelled like a garden utensil? No. I'm going to tell you right now, this, ha this creature has so many different spellings for its name that it, t it made my head spin for a second. I don't know. A Wendigo! God damn it! <laughs> yes. Next time we'll call it a windy day. Yeah. Because that's another one that's supposed to come when you say its name. And you just said it. Yeah. So, a windy day. 
a Wendigo, also known as a Windigo, a Weendigo, a Wintico, a Weetigo, Windicook, Winstigo, Witigo, Witika, also called an Achen, a Chenu, a Kewak, or a Mue. There's a lot of different names for this fucking thing. Yeah. So, this is a quote from Basil Johnston, who is an... Ob- I, I, I feel so bad. It's spelled O-J-I-B-W-E. I'm assuming it's Ojibwe or Ojibwe. He is a teacher and scholar of the Ojibwe. I think it's Ojibwe. Ojibwe or something like that. Ojibwe? Guys, we are so sorry if, if you are of... Uh, of these native uh, descent. <laughs> of these indigenous peoples and we are destroying... We're trying. So anyway, he's a, he is an Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario. And this is a quote from him. I'm going to look it up while you're... The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death. All right, hold on. Fuck. Yes? Ojibwe. Ojibwe, so I was right. Uh, its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The body was unclean. Wait. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh, giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay, decomposition of death and corruption. Ew. And so what I... So you're going to smell it before you see. Oh, yeah. So, everything I've, like, any depiction I've seen of a Wendigo has been fairly consistent. It's, imagine, like, it's exactly what it sounds like. Imagine, like, a tall... I saw a picture and had horns. Yeah, and I'll get to that later. But, like, the most... And long, creepy... Yeah, it's got, like, really long-ass limbs. And creepy fingers. It's, like, the bony-ass fingers. It's really, like... It's literally skin and bones. Like, literally skin and bones. <laughs> I so. wouldn't want to... Well, you know, the Appalachian people... Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Well, you could say Appalachian, Ap- but but the Appalachian people say Appalachian. Okay. So that's how I say it now, because okay. I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah. But they say, if you see it, no, you didn't. Yeah. If you hear it, no, you didn't. Yup. Walk. Quickly, don't run. Yeah. And don't look in the trees. Yup. Um, you ain't gonna catch me in the woods to have to worry about all that. Oh, exactly. 100%. Not, not, and did you know that there are Appalachian Mountains do run through Jersey? Yeah. I didn't know that till like two years ago. <laughs> so. Want me to never go in those woods when I'm looking for witchy shit. So. I might fuck around and find <laughs> out. <laughs> So, according to the legends, a Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism to survive. Yeah. So, that's, like, the main thing I've heard that's been consistent, is that any anything involving a Wendigo... Oh, wait a minute! You know how I've been watching Yellow Jackets? Yeah. That's starting to make some fucking sense. There you go. But, yeah, the most consistent thing I've seen is that a Wendigo is created through some... Um, association with cannibalism. Okay. In the past, this occurred more often when Indians and settlers found themselves stranded Native in... Native Americans or indigenous people. 
Sorry, this is just how it was written. Right. When Native Amer- when natives and settlers found themselves stranded in the bitter snows and ice of the North Woods. So we're talking about like border of Canada area and into Canada. Um sometimes stranded for days, survivors might have felt compelled to cannibalize the dead to survive. Well, I mean when when you gotta eat, you gotta oh, eat. He fucked his nose up. Sorry. We have hockey on yeah, too. She's, at the same watching, time. <laughs> she's watching hockey. Other versions of the legend cite that a Wendigo might also possess humans who display extreme greed, gluttony, and excess. Now that was new to me. I didn't know that part. No, I didn't either. Like, now I know, I knew like the very bare basics. Yeah. I was actually gonna do this one at some point. Well, so now I don't kinda, have to. So it's it's cool to have you do it because normally I do this shit. But yeah. It's so, cool that we, you switched off. Yeah. So what I know of a Wendigo. Before I did any of this research, was a skin bone monster that is real lanky, real tall, and you don't fucking see it. Yeah, and it's usually created by a person who's cannibal, who's been sub- uh, who's submitted to cannibalism. Now that I didn't know, it's usually there. The human turns into the Wendigo that way, or the Wendigo spirit possesses that person that resorts to cannibalism. That's what I knew. But after re- after re- doing some research, I'm like, huh. So, where was I? Uh, thus the myth. Wait, hold on. Thus the myth served as a method of encouraging cooperation and moderation. The legend lends its name to the disputed modern medical term known as Wendigo psychosis. This I didn't know about. So, Wendigo psychosis is a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. Ironic- well, they kind of go hand in hand if you want to eat a person. Ironically, this psychosis occurs in people living around the Great Lakes of Canada and the United States. Because yep. that's when a lot of this... thats Like, the Great Lakes area is where a lot of this stuff kind of... Yeah, uh, we ain't going there. <laughs> what, you don't want to, uh... You don't want to experience Wendigo psychosis? No, I do not. <laughs> Does not sound like a good time. Um... Oh, excuse me. Hold on. Getting comfortable. Sorry, guys. There we go. Um, where was I? Great there Lakes. We go. Wendigo psychosis usually develops in the winter in individuals isolated by heavy snow for long periods. Well, yeah, that does make sense. So basically, I guess it depends on what your definition of. Well, so that would also happen in like Alaska. Yeah. Where they get thirty-five foot of snow. Look. Oh, goddamn. Stop. Sorry. I'm gonna turn the TV off. Damn it. But anyway, it, it also depends on, like, your... It's the Stanley Cup playoffs! I can't help it! <laughs> uh, I, guess... I don't even like the Jersey Devils, but damn! Yeah, go figure. We're in Jersey, and our te- and our, we don't even like our own team. No, go Flyers, but they're out. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. Um, it also depends on, like, your definition of long period of time. Like, is a long period of time, like, a couple of weeks? A month? Yeah. So I guess everybody's de- perception of a long period of time is different. Yeah, I guess it would depend on the person that's going through this. The initial sh- sh- symptoms, <laughs> the initial symptoms are poor appetite, nausea, nausea or nausea, and vomiting. Subs- this is after you eat somebody. No, this is the. This is just the like the. Those are just the symptoms of when to go psychosis. Oh, this is before you even eat them. Yes. 
Subsequently, the individual develops a delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo. People of Wendigo psychosis increasingly see others around them as being edible. At the same time, they have an exaggerated fear of becoming cannibals. Oh, son, you have a mighty nice rump roast going <laughs> on. Oh, don't say it like that. <laughs> it's, it's basically like, you're lo- it's like, oh, God, you look so tasty, but I can't. I don't want to be a cannibal. Oh, but you look so good. Jesus Christ. Like, it's, the, it's basically like hunger. It's like when you're fighting the urge to eat because of some diet or you're trying to do like a binge and... Not yeah. like a binge and purge, but like a uh, like a fast. So you're like, oh, but I'm so hungry, but I don't wanna. Yeah, I um, can relate to that part. Yeah, not the wanting to eat people though. So I ain't never been put in that situation. <laughs> so ca- kind of circling back, some legends say that the Wendigo is an emaciated figure with ashen flesh, like the the one quote from uh, ba- Basil Johnston. Others describe it as a giant creature up to 15 feet tall, or four and a half meters for non-Murica units. Or as tall as a beast that grows larger the more it eats. It may have sunken or glowing eyes and sharp yellowed fangs and claws. Now see, that's what I know. It's got yellow eyes and, I mean, glowing eyes and fangs. Yeah. I, I know it as having, like, the really sunken eyes. And, like, you you see the pupils, and it just kind of glows out from, like, yeah. the darkness of their eye sockets. That's what I knew, too. Its lips are chewed or entirely missing because it has Ew. eaten them. Ew. It eats its own lips. It may be... Tasty. Ha- yes. It may be hairless or have fur, and it may have pointed ears and horns or antlers like a deer. It smells of rotting flesh and is usually first detected by humans by its horrible odor. So like you said, first you smell it, then you don't see it. Then you don't see it. (laughs) Wendigos are believed to have... You thought you saw it? No, you didn't. (laughs) What was that? Nothing. Are you sure? Yep. (laughs) And we are going to walk quickly and not run. Yep. And we are not going to look in the trees. Walk quickly and calmly to the nearest exit. (laughs) Uh, Wendigos are believed to have exceptionally sharp eyesight, hearing, and sense of smell as well as superior strength and speed in order to stalk and overpower their victims. Which are people. Yep. They live in colder climates among the woodlands and lakes of Canada and northern United States. Yeah, but I guess they don't get cold. They're supernatural creatures! That's true. What is... How is a skin and bones monster going to have nerves in which to feel cold? I guess that's why they eat their lips, because they don't feel it. Yeah! They can move easily through deep snow and across ice. A shaman may be the only person who can subdue and destroy a Wendigo using either a silver, steel, or iron bullet or a dagger. Some legends, however, claim that the Wendigo's heart must be cut out and melted or burned in a fire before its spirit is truly vanquished. That part I've heard of. I think I did too. That part I've heard of. I think I heard that it had to be cut out. Yeah, like I've heard that you had to burn the heart of a Wendigo. And I'll tell you why in just a second, where I heard that from. Um, The Wendigo is sometimes described as a spirit rather than a physical presence. In Cree mythology, for example, the Wendigo is believed to be an evil spirit that possesses humans, like I said earlier. Right. The spirit enters a person by biting him or her or through a dream. I've heard it through the dream. I never heard the dream part, but I did hear that, like, 
you can become a Wendigo by being bitten. It was like it's like a werewolf thing. You right. get bitten or scratched by a werewolf, you become a werewolf. Well, when I was do- doing my dream analysis stuff, yeah, uh, that's why I heard that. Okay. <clears throat> um, the possessed person becomes cannibalistic or otherwise deranged or violent. Some people are believed to be more susceptible to becoming possessed by becoming possessed by a Wendigo, including those who are greedy or gluttonous, as well as those who are suffering from hunger or starvation. So this is like. This is literally the epitome of both ends of the spectrum. Yes. You're either starving or you're not starving. Sorry. Excuse you. (laughs) It's this weather, man. You're either (coughs) dying of starvation or you're living in excess, and that's what the Wendigo goes for. If you're living that healthy middle ground, you're safe. You're good. On either end, you're screwed. (laughs) You are fucked, my friend. Oh, and this I thought hilarious. A colloquial phrase for this experience is... Going Wendigo. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what happened? Man, I went Wendigo last night. Yeah. So this this next quote is from a sixteen sixty that a 1661 Jesuit relations document. Okay. And it states What caused us greater concern was the intelligence that met us upon entering the lake. Namely that the men deputed by our conductor to summon the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous where they were to await our coming had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given to us, were seized with an ailment unknown to us but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They They are afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men, like veritable werewolves, and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily, the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies... And as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Okay, so we've all heard about, I mean, at least I have, because I am cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs like that. The expeditions that go up into, I think there was one in Russia, there was one in Alaska, and no! came out alive yep but the people had been ravaged by some kind of monster or creature yeah by something that they didn't think was an animal yes just i know i know what you're just putting that out there and just think that was in the late 1600s and this shit there's been within the last 25 years this shit happened yep now what would a Mark segment be without pop culture references? Oh, fuck. The Wendigo comes up plenty of times through our cultural history. And this was... this I remember hearing about this on some TV show. Then future president Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> wrote a story in Old the... Old Teddy. Th- this is the guy that got shot and kept going, by the way, during his um one of his speeches. He gets shot. It's like, oh, anyway... <laughs> He wrote a story in a novel called a, a, an 1893 novel called *The Wilderness Hunter*, that tells a story of a bear-like beast 
stalking the camp of two hunters, leaving only one to survive the tale. Now, many people have interpreted his creature as either Bigfoot or a Wendigo. Now, Stephen King's novel, Pet Cemetery, the TV show Hannibal, the video game Until Dawn, the movie Antlers, and even the Incredible Hulk and Wolverine comics have all featured Wendigos at some point. When did... Yes. Well, Hannibal, yes. Yes. What about, I don't know, I don't remember the other two. Uh, Pet Cemetery. That was like the thing. Well, I think it's the novel, not the movie. Okay. So I think that's, I think that was supposed to be what's, what caused the, uh, the, 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 the kid to come back and, you know, try to kill everyone, I think. That he was a... a he was possessed... The corpse was possessed by the spirit of a Wendigo. Okay. I think. Um, Hannibal, there's... The, okay, so, the reason I knew some of this already was because I have seen playthroughs of the video game Until Dawn, which is one of those, like, cinematic video games where it's like, all you really do is do some light exploration and you press buttons to in- make decisions that impact the rest of the game. Gotcha. And that is where I, that was like the first time I've seen what a Wendigo looks like. And then that, in fact, let me see if I can bring it up for you. That was the first time I had seen it. And it was like the tall, lanky, emaciated. Creepy, stinky looking thing. Yeah. Until dawn, Wendigo. And even in that, yeah, here it is. Like those. That's what I saw uh, it as. Okay, yep. I see it now. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's like it's like if Smeagol was a tall boy. Yeah. <laughs> Filthy humans. But yeah, the game was creepy as fuck. I'll yeah. give it that. Yeah, he was. Um so yeah. Um uh the lot a lot of the stuff I knew about Wendigos comes from like Supernatural, I think, did a cu- an episode or two on the Wendigo. Um, Until Dawn. The movie Antlers, which I think you would like if you haven't watched it yet, is, like, all about a Wendigo. Like, that is the set... That is, like, the crux of the movie. Well, I think I... I don't know if I saw that or not. It came out, I think, uh, a couple years ago? Like, 2021, I want to say? Let me check. But, yeah, it was a really good movie. Um, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, 2021 is when it came out. Um, but yeah, the whole point of the movie, and I'll try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible since it's still kind of a new movie in the grand scheme of things. Um, basically, um, this child is, 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 is living on his own, basically, because his father passed away because he was attacked in the mines nearby where he worked, and then... Everyone's like, wow, this, there's something wrong with this kid. So I think, like, one of his teachers or, like, a police officer or something goes to the house to check up on the kid and see if he's okay. All right. They go up into the attic and then are attacked. I thought this fucking thing lived in the woods. Now we got to worry about it being in the attic? If you watch the movie, you'll understand. But, yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's actually a really well-done movie. And if I remember correctly, it's based on a comic. And the comic, I heard, it was really good, too. But yes, that is the we- that is my little uh, summary of the Wendigo. 
That is not how you spell Wendigo. But yeah, it was, uh, it is very interesting. And, uh, like, there's even a Wendigo comic character. Like, in Marvel. Like, I don't mean, like... And is it called that? Yeah, the character is called the Wendigo. Or as it's sometimes, uh, spelled Wendigo. (laughs) And I'll show you what that looks like in a second. Marvel Wendigo. I think he's supposed to be... Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of someone else, but this is what he looks like. If I can get a good shot. But yeah, this is, like, the opposite of what we're used to seeing as a Wendigo. Like, we see... Yeah, that's all buff and has skin. Yeah, he's... got no lips, but... He, he buff and he got the hair and all. Yeah. So they went with, like, the more daunting look instead of the accurate, creepy... Glit look. <laughs> but yes, that is the Wendigo. And if you're interested in seeing more about the Wendigo, please check out everything that I had talked about. <laughs> yeah, because... <clears throat> the novel for Pet Cemetery, hell, even the movie might reference it in some way. I don't quite remember. Because the only thing I really remember is, I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery <laughs> the, the fucking Ramones oh Jesus Christ um hey man I like the Ramones <laughs> Hannibal when did Hannibal have a Wendigo that was the TV series yes I don't remember what episode that's that's something I'd like to rewatch that the only thing I remember there are two things I remember from Hannibal A Matt Mickelson and B there's a shot of, uh, there's like, there's a scene of one of his victims where he ripped their throat open and used their vocal cords as like cello strings. Yes. I remember that. That was a really good show. That, it really was. That was a very like, I don't want to say traumatizing, but that image stuck with me. Um, Until Dawn, I think it's like a 10 year old game at this point. But if you don't want to play it, there's a bunch of people that have done uh, Let's Plays of it, like Markiplier, I'm sure. There's a bunch of different long plays of it. But the game itself is pretty good. It's one of the first... Like, I can't say first. It's one of the earlier examples of, like, when we started trying to make movies into video games. Right. Or video games into movies, rather, where it's like... They want you to have an experience. Like, they want you to watch a video game as if it were a movie. Um... And then, and the same company did other stuff like um, the Dark Pictures uh, trilogy or series or whatever it's called. Antlers again, good movie. Came out a couple years ago. I might have to watch that. Highly recommend it. <clears throat> and then have fun figuring out where in the Incredible Hulk and Wolverine comics the Wendigo appears. Yeah, because I don't. Because that's some either I don't really read either one, so that's just like either it's either it's like really old stuff or it's just stuff that they don't bring up outside of those comics (laughs) but yeah that is the end of my segment for today and we hope to see you again next time i almost said next week (laughs) you almost did so thank you guys for listening and don't forget to check out the social, which will be coming up in a small little segment right after this. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, remember, uh, nohorrorcultural.com for a while. 
Well, I mean, it's still up right now, but I haven't updated it. If that's what I mean. We're not going to update it for... No, because fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, maybe the next company I go with, I'll be able to understand the RSS feed. Yeah. Shit. But um, thank you guys for listening to Horror Cultural, where... We grow love for all things spooky and macabre. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Happy Sinkhole de Mayo. See you later. Please don't drink and drive. Ah! If you have a suggestion or would like to reach out to us, or you just want to uh, hear more horror cultural, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or send us an email at horrorcultural at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Horror Cultural, Instagram at Horror Cultural, and Twitter at Horror Cultural. Should be obvious at this point. But yes, please follow us everywhere you can. And don't forget to check out our website when it inevitably is finished.